This is Stephanie Silverman at the ESCO Washington headquarters, and I am here with the amazing Debbie Stabenow, a senator from the great state of Michigan, a member of Senate Democrat leadership, a member of the Senate Budget, Finance, and Energy Committee, and the ranking Democrat on the Agriculture Committee. So you're a pretty busy woman. It's great to be with you, Stephanie. Thank you so much. It's amazing that you had time to take with us this morning to tell us a little bit about you and and your vision on Washington. Um, Senator Stabenow, you came to politics at a kind of a young age. I did. I was actually in graduate school at Michigan State. I grew up in a small town in Michigan, northern Michigan, called Clare, and uh, came down to go to Michigan State, got an undergrad and graduate degree, and I was... Uh, working with um, a group of women and happened to be at a presentation where uh, there was uh, some folks talking about the county board of commissioners trying to close the nursing home, the extended medical care facility in the community. I'd grown up around healthcare. My mom's a nurse. She was director of nursing at the small hospital where I grew up. Very interested in healthcare and uh, start getting involved and going to meetings and realizing this was not a good idea to close the only nursing home that took Medicaid in the community for our low-income seniors. So ended up getting involved, and one thing led to another. I ended up leading the effort. We saved the nursing home, and turned out I lived in the uh, district of the county commissioner who had tried to close it, and everybody came to me and said, you've got to run against him. And I, I knew nothing about politics, but I was pretty mad <laughs> at the time. And so when I uh, decided I would run against him and I went out, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just cared about the issues and people and I ended up beating him. So that was uh, how I first got started. And you never looked back. I never looked back. I found that I liked um, solving problems, trying to make change happen, working in the community. And um, and so that, that was not my intended course, but uh, I enjoyed very much having the opportunity. So you mentioned that you started your your political career um, from graduate school. You trained as a social worker, right? I did. I, yeah, I saw myself actually working. Uh, uh, was intending to go and work in the schools. I had done work in the schools with young people, and um, but as I said, I got spirited away and. I'm very engaged in healthcare policy as well as tax policy and, and agriculture and food. Um, but the healthcare piece really comes from growing up around the hospital and then getting involved in this issue. And that, that social worker training must also come in a little bit handy sometimes working inside Congress, no? I would say it comes in handy a lot. <laughs> you know, One of the things, if, you, if we as people are going to solve problems, we have to listen to each other. We have to respect each other even when we disagree. And the success, I think, that we get is from trying to create win-win situations. And too many people, I find, and it, it seems to have gotten, gotten more so over the years, it's win-lose. I'm going to put you in the corner, you lose so I can win. And that really is not a very effective way to operate, not just in government and policy, but in life with your family, with your business. It's better to try to find ways uh, for a win-win. So that's what I do, and I've been fortunate to be successful at being able to get things done by operating that way rather than trying to really 
um, you know, create situations where people feel they have lost. That's an interesting point that you make about the need to find compromise and middle ground because, um, you know, it's a pretty polarized environment right now in Washington. And I know that some of the more um, uh, free market organizations have been tough on a lot of Democrats, including yourselves. But you're known for, you know, reaching across the aisle a lot and working on compromise initiatives. So how can we teach more Democrats to follow in your footsteps and Republicans? Um, how, do we, how do we get people to compromise? We as people <clears throat> need to understand that, um, first of all, we, we can and should have strong views. But we are so fortunate to live in a country where we are allowed to think and speak and, and have different views. And that means that we also need to listen and respect each other, even when we disagree. And so whether it's negotiating a five-year farm bill, which is our economic development arm for rural America, as well as food policy, or where, whether it's in healthcare or mental health or um, working with small businesses, which I do all the time, um, it's, it really is about, I think, it's about being willing to figure out how we create situations where majority of the people benefit from that. And so, um, and it's in a big, diverse country and in, in a big, diverse state like Michigan. I mean, that takes a lot of hard work. It is a diverse state. And Michigan has some pretty extraordinary political um, figures in its history. Um, you know, I don't know how many people know that people like Phil Hart yes. um, and yes. Don Regal, Carl Levin, great senators from the state of Michigan. So right. who is your favorite Michigan political oh, figure? That I can't say because there are too many. Too many yeah, choices. Too I do have to say, though, that Phil Hart, whose seat I now hold, um, was an extraordinary man. And there, I, I tell students that come in to visit me because I'm in the Hart building. There are only three office buildings on this, uh, in this Senate, and they're each named after a senator. And we've had over 1,960 senators if, uh, elected to the United States uh, Senate over the years, and only three have been picked to have buildings named after them. And so the fact that one of them is Phil Hart from Michigan, I think is a big deal. And uh, I'm proud to be in his building. In his building and in his seat. Yes. So um, another thing you must be really proud of is how many women are running for office yes. this year. Um, I, I checked, and it looks like there are 526 women who are challengers and incumbents, including 38 Senate challengers and 12 Senate incumbents running this year. First of all, what was the tipping point, do you think? What brought so many women out? And second of all, why did it take so long? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I, you know, I'm not sure why it took so long, as, uh, except that it is, um, it's difficult for anyone. And I think oftentimes uh, in the past, I've found that women wait to be asked. I remember even for myself, I waited to be, I mean, I, I hadn't really thought about it. Somebody asked me. Um, and then we are seeing more and more women stepping up and saying, you know, I'd like to do that. I'd like to contribute. I, I, I can make a difference. I care. I think right now the intensity is around the fact that there is so much swirling. There's so many challenging issues. Um, you know, it, we are in a very difficult, divisive time where, frankly, I think the way, um, you know, the way most women approach issues and in, in trying to be able to get people to work together is exactly what we need right now. 
Well, um, it's going to be a very interesting in, uh, year indeed. I'm going to tell one fact that many people may not know about you, which is that um, in addition to your illustrious political career, you have a uh, career moonlighting in the movie industry. Um, <laughs> Senator Stabenow uh, had a cameo role as the governor of New Jersey in a, in a recent <laughs> Batman oh, film. The, the governor of Metropolis. Oh, Metropolis. Right. Okay. Yes, 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 and yes. Metropolis is a euphemism for yes, New Jersey. Yes, okay. Right. Well, we're glad that you're actually sticking with your home state of Michigan. So appreciate all the support that you show for employee-owned companies oh, in Washington. So important. It's, they're the best. Yeah, they really are. And thank you so much, Senator Stabenow, for your time this morning. My pleasure.